coffee person or a tea person oh my god what are you going to start a war or what you know i've seen i've seen i've seen friendships ruining over this question i've seen people fighting i've seen scientists fighting over this question this is vijay from iict he is the jrf if i had to take a side i'll say tea and what i know is you are a coffee person if i'm not wrong you're a coffee yeah. person yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that maybe I have induced my coffee loving on you for some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, you did. You know, I was damn addicted to that black coffee when I was in your lab. You know, mm-hmm. coffee was a bigger addiction. Oh. Those mornings, we used to start all our mornings with coffee, right? In lab every day, yes. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Gone back to your roots of tea. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know, old habits die hard. That's is what I can see. <laughs> you should do a survey maybe you should just put it on research gate or somewhere on some forum people can you know voluntarily okay. fill it and then you okay. should see what proportion of the people like tea and what proportion of people like coffee and what's the preference after this podcast ask comments what they like coffee breaks are so important in a lab hmm. that they are just mandatory and coffee breaks are mandatory you know really sometimes you know i used to work with a person okay i won't tell who he is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i used to run away from him i was afraid of him so whenever i screwed uh-huh. up my blocks or something so i used to tell uh-huh. all my members in the lab that whenever he asked tell that he just went for coffee so i used to run uh-huh. away so and i never came back to lab until he left he used to leave lab exactly at 5:30 so i used to come back uh-huh. at 5:35 and then i used to start uh-huh. working again that way it was it, it was really necessary you know i hardly had any coffee that time but i used to just lie and run away sometimes you know i was so afraid of him i used to run away you know if we listen to this podcast you'll definitely know that whom whom i am talking about what other funny incidents you had generally when i when i go to lab and i just see around whole lab uh, i'll just uh, pick up what all the what are all works yesterday's left and what is going to do today okay. okay i don't know when i wake up on a wrong side or <laughs> so the moment i enter the lab i get frustrated at time at time i i know you yeah. so i get, i keep shouting what is going on why are you why are you not doing this why are you not doing this this is my place or this is my work how uh, you people are disturbing me kind of yeah simply uh, the people who knows me people will mix a coffee and then just simply keep this have a coffee calm down then we will yeah. speak later yeah yeah cools me down I said you know people have monday blues you have coffee blues you know unless you drink a coffee you're not good you you can go for 500 ml and make a record i think so during summers i have modified my recipe to a cold coffee so then okay. i used to have a kind of a flashing that measures to 450 ml i used to fill up that with a cold coffee yeah yeah i remember you wearing that t-shirt also man powered by caffeine i believe that yeah was yeah yeah yeah, yeah in our lab most of the discussions morning discussions with our lab mates generally happens over a cup of a coffee we uh, okay. we keep preparing and then we discuss over a coffee what are you going to do or what am i going to do how do, how do we plan experiments so that we can share timings share lab space okay that is a main point of uh, coffee break for us i generally start my morning work you know after the tea break only because you know i go to institute by some 9 o'clock around and we have tea break at 10:30 so i turn on the uv lights and all i just make a plan what to be, what is to be done today so coffee okay. break tea break is like the starting point so i say like i'll have tea i'll start working mm-hmm. and that that fits perfectly whatever i do oh. the time fits into my schedule so ah. it's good i've scheduled myself so that i'll start working after tea you know i'll just get you know just like you i just get that boost after having that tea 
and then mm-hmm. there is nothing to disturb me uh, i don't talk to anyone once i'm done with the tea i'll talk to everyone uh-huh. till i have tea once i have my tea i'm not talking to anyone my work is planned so i'm sorted for the day that's an icebreaker many a times in conferences yeah. I used to stand in a uh, queue for a coffee in a conferences it helped me okay. a lot uh, to speak to many people and then even when I wanted to speak to them they just say okay fine let's uh, take a coffee and then we'll uh, talk so till the coffee is over we have a time to uh, discuss with the scientist i have yeah. i have spoken to two to three people in just meanwhile in, in that time yeah that, that's that's actually good you know actually even our conversations are better i mean you have something to do and you have you can talk mm-hmm. to uh, like it's good yeah. i mean that's good actually you know i my boss right now with whom i am working he's generally is very busy so the only time we get is at tea breaks in the morning and the evening so we have a okay. schedule like in the mornings we discuss like what was done yesterday in the evenings we discuss what will be done or what's the current research we have seen or something and sometimes i even have fun with him i mean it's good i have fun with him we crack jokes and all i mean that's a way of socializing i feel i mean many researchers join us with us like in iict at here we have like particular tea break like you have tea break only at 10:30 in the morning and 3:30 in the evening so everybody is okay. going for tea so you'll find everyone mm-hmm. moving out of their labs and you know having tea that's yeah, nice okay. They recently recently started a cafeteria in IACT. It's called Skyfi, Science Over Coffee. Yeah. And, and and how is it like in your place? Is the tea subsidized? Yeah. Here it is subsidized. You know, here in CSIR yeah. institutes, tea is subsidized. We get for two rupees. And most of the institutes, most of the institutes, coffee and tea is subsidized. They know that it is important for research to go on. So what's the worst thing that ever happened to you over tea? Every researcher. PhD student is frustrated. Frustrated <laughs> Indian researcher. Generally, it happens with the lab members or with your guide. You have a disagreement with your guide that uh, you you are telling something, she is not agreeing, or uh, he or she is telling something and you are not able to understand. Both are on a disagreement scale. So okay. you you just want to go out of the lab because you are not able to explain it to her, nor she is able to explain it to you. So what yes. do you do? You go. went up uh, all the frustration during the tea break generally what happens we go out to tea and then we just see this is what i want to do. i want to do this i want to do this this is not going on well that is not going on well we don't have funds or uh, your sir is not listening or my mam is not listening anything this keeps going on but the problem is most of the time we keep shouting and then we do all those things our pis will come just back of us they they would have listened 90% of the time they would have listened okay and fortunately my my pi is good that she will not just remember all those things and then come back and then uh, taunt me that why are you speaking all those things yeah she'll just think okay fine uh, this is all part of a phd life i i i was just uh, uh, speaking to one of the conference attendee I was okay. uh, I, i was asking what are you doing and then how do things go on uh, is there any possibility that uh you could help me uh, with this uh, what do you do all those things we were just having a long conversation okay and somewhere she has seen her professor okay she didn't even utter a word she just kept the cup there and she started walking and then she left okay i was just wondering what did i do <laughs> what did i did i say anything wrong something <laughs> later i came to know that later she came and then she explained me See, this is what happened. I was like, okay, fine. I didn't offend her, so I was just relieved. Do you think uh, it works on a scientific level also? 
so for yeah for this i think in two ways actually one is that mm-hmm. it's definitely a stimulant so tiin is definitely a stimulant caffeine or it is definitely a stimulant and we get stimulated but it all list, uh, depends on the perception you know if i drink a cup of hot water and i feel that it's tea then it'll have the same effect i mean if i can feel that way you know i did quit uh, tea for a month because i thought i was wasting more mm-hmm. of time on tea because the conversation mm-hmm. that started five minutes it went on for half an hour and uh, oh. you know you cannot leave somebody in the middle of con- this is one negative way you know sometimes uh-huh. you are a part of conversations where you cannot run away or you are with people like you are with people from whom you cannot run away so mm-hmm. you will have to spend time and then you'll worry that you know how did i waste my time and uh, that's why i stopped i stopped drinking tea for a month or so and then slowly okay. i organized my work in a better way but yeah it can be avoided it's not really that important what you said but but many a times i've seen that we get into good conversations also sometimes you know you really get to know i talk to people from no. chemistry labs and it's really interesting yeah. no i i have got so many productive inputs uh, from many people okay so most of the my chemistry conversations or help whatever i need i get it at the tea time i go okay. i go to them i just ask them see this is what i'm getting i don't know what to do yeah. see because the, some of the techniques i'm very new i don't know and i don't know so much of a chemistry inorganic or organic chemistry basis for it so i go just uh, keep asking them see this is what i'm getting should i change the solvent uh, should i change the polarity or whether my results are fine this would work so they would just you know, give me a suggestion and then i would go work up next day again the same time same tea time again we'll discuss so uh, tea times are helpful for me to catch up my chemistry yeah that's that's really interesting you know when you get to learn something over break that's really productive like i know caffeine pass it tries to inhibit atp receptors gaba secretion it boosts dopamine secretion it okay so gaba is responsible for our sluggishness sleepiness yeah. kind of and dopamine is for our activeness okay so basically what it is doing is it is stopping the gaba production and then enhancing the dopamine production coffee okay. by inhibiting atp receptor we have this actually a reward circuit forming slowly from the beginning of okay. our career that you know coffee will take out your laziness will take away your sleepiness will make you more active you know these thoughts are actually forming okay. a reward circuit have coffee will make uh-huh. you better have coffee it will make you better and you know whenever you think of this thought repeatedly you have more of firing so uh-huh. those neurons okay. that fire together they wire together so you know the more amount of caffeine you're having every day and the thought process you're increasing that 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 that, that circuit is actually more of strength and that reward circuit and that and that that is what actually makes you coffee is like necessary you know when people quote that you know coffee uh-huh. they can't oh, live without you mean, coffee you mean to say that it's a kind of an addiction theory kind of thing yeah that, that, that's a reward circuit yeah it's definitely a reward circuit yes there are there are several active compounds in tea you know there are several flavonoids there are several catecholins but there is one specific active compound this is called theanine it uh, it's, it's an amino acid it, it resembles an amino acid and its structure is very similar to glutamate so it actually competes with uh, glutamate for receptors you know it can it can act as an antagonist for glutamate it binds okay. to both ampa receptors and nmda receptors and it prevents that excessive calcium influx so that uh-huh. low level of, you know whenever there is an increased level of uh, glutamate this tnn can bind to those receptors and inhibit that uh, calcium influx that way it's actually neuroprotective you just wanted to point out other than caffeine it has a next to caffeine if you look at the other important bioactive compounds tnn comes into picture 
this this is also known as you know very good uh, antioxidant it can actually reduce the level of ros also i was just browsing through science magazine and i found one really really interesting article you know that will support uh-huh. why tea drinking people are more intelligent you know what these folks have done is that they, earlier they have shown that you know consumption of tea four times a day will improve cognitive uh, abilities if you uh, improve uh, cardiovascular health and uh, mm-hmm. now what they have discovered recently is that people those who drink uh, tea are more organized i mean their brain is oh. more organized oh. so if uh-huh, that is great yeah if that's true then you know we must drink coffee because you know we are the people who are this, this was published in aging you know i can give you the reference mm-hmm. also i am this mm-hmm. habitual tea drinking modulates brain efficiency evidence from brain connectivity evaluation you know when you mix milk with tea the properties are changed i mean the oxidative yeah. uh, properties are reduced yes, yes. and that's not really beneficial and it also increases you know uh, i don't think it increases a thinning of arteries and something but that's not a scientific paper although they speculate that paul erdos okay uh, he is a hungarian mathematician it okay he is known to live on his coffee okay uh, he he is considered as uh, one of the famous mathematician he has contributed a lot to number theory Okay. He ju- he will just have a coffee and okay. then complete the problem only then he'll sleep or he'll go to lab it seems or he'll okay. go to home it seems. Okay. Okay. Uh, this yes. was one negative thing I wanted to talk of tea and coffee. Like you know you me I mean, we always like we are uh, tea is like our food, you know. We miss mm. lunch, we skip our breakfast. We just I mean breakfast was like mandatory. We used to skip breakfast every day and we used to just go for black coffee and tea, uh, black coffee and biscuits. I mean that that was what we did like for 6 to 8 months. I, I mean many yeah. people do that. so that's 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 really negative point of having tea and coffee you know you cannot spoil your health if a science researcher is not healthy that's really shame because you know we know everything yeah. actually you know i have one fun fact mm-hmm. tea is globally the most consumed drink after water not even coffee oh, no, no, not coffee not even coffee not even beer it's tea okay 10000 liters or 10000 tons uh, more than coffee I in the history yeah. does uh, tea has come first or uh, coffee has come first Tea, tea, tea has come first. Tea has been reported way long back than coffee. Actually, tea has a very huge history. I mean, tea markets have like they have globally they have really uh, important economic history. You know, yeah, they were yeah, yeah. one of the Chinese emperor was doing something, and suddenly you know a, a branch, a tea branch fell in his boiling water, and he was really happy with the scent of that tea, and then he drank it up, and he called oh, it oh. cha. You know, it's he called it cha oh. in Chinese. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I was thinking it is a Hindi term. No, cha is a Hindi term. C H A. Cha is a Chinese word, and cha means something that we have to inspect or investigate. So when he drank up oh, the oh. tea, he was really happy, and he felt like his whole body was rejuvenating. So call that like thing that should be investigated. The origin of that word may be Chinese only. I'm thinking uh, that is how it should have originated. When I saw that, even I thought that maybe cha came from cha. They must have called it cha. Yeah, and this so must have added some accent to it, and it became chai, I believe. Yeah, yeah Gujarati people call chai only. Actually, you know, in India, they first started drinking tea in uh, Surat, it seems. Oh my God! There, I, I Now, believe this is what Gujarati folks love tea so much. No. Tea in Tibet, they consume 40 cups per day on an average. 40 cups. 40 cups of tea per day. 
I don't know. I don't know what's the size of their cup, but they definitely drink forty cups of tea. And what it is said in Tibetan history is that you know you no guest can leave your home without drinking tea. The a guest tea cup should never be empty. For a coffee so, origin, it it has originated in uh, Ethiopia. Okay. Once there was a person who can cure many of the diseases. It seems. Okay. So when someone has come there. Uh, there was a saint it seems uh, everyone okay. has just abandoned him uh, it seems okay uh, so during that time uh, he just uh, uh, living on coffee grounded seeds all those things he came back and then he gave this recipe that if you drink up a coffee uh, that you can be awake all those things that is one story and the other story is a goat keeper was traveling Okay. And then a goat ate this coffee seeds. Okay. And then once the go- goat uh, ate this coffee seeds, it was very active. It seems. Okay. So based on those observations, they tried to take up the coffee seeds and then they tried to uh, eat it. This is more scientific. I mean, the Chinese were actually trying to keep it as a secret. You know, they didn't want yeah. the English people to take away that you know that crop. One one Britisher, you know, since we have good climate in India, similar to China. they took some traders there and he bought them back again here they bought those plants here they had to actually smuggle those plants and they yeah. had to start actually this all started with the opium war i believe even there was some opium war between between british and chinese and the chinese started trading stopped stopped trading with the english and they did not supply the tea and tea was like essential commodity for english it has become some kind of a royal drink Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a kind tea. of royal drink. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's actually mentioned at many places. I mean, like tea is a kind of royal drink. You know that something like divine. Even in Japanese culture, yeah. it's very sacred. Tea is considered as very sacred. Uh-huh. You know, you know what? Actually, in China earlier, uh, there are only few people used to handle tea leaves. It seems only girls mm-hmm. were not married, and they were not supposed to eat garlic and uh, onion or uh, and ginger. It seems because that oh. smell. Their fingertips can ruin the taste of flavor of tea. There is such a huge history. Like in China, they have a museum. It's just mm-hmm. like Disney things. Like uh-huh. their uh, that museum is totally related to tea. It seems, and they mm-hmm. have a degree. In tea. And only seventy five point seventy five people have qualified that degree so far. The degree oh in God. tea are only seventy five people. Uh-huh. I know there is a uh, there is a course for coffee tasters. Oh, coffee tasters. Yeah, yeah. They see the taste of different coffees because, based on the region where you grow coffee, uh, altitude and then uh, regional differences, the taste uh, differs. Yeah. Even in India, we have an institute for coffee research. It's in Chikmagalur. Yeah, team. We are in the top five. Okay. So, so when, so when you were to Japan, you had the opportunity of having tea or coffee there. uh i had coffee there too too strong okay the strongest coffee is african coffee kind of thing where uh, they brew the coffee on sand in uh, in a copper vessel okay coarsely ground and then they add it on uh, generally the sand bath will give higher temperature right than an oil bath Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the coffee would be too strong. That is the strongest coffee I ever had. Okay. So where did you have that? Goa. There was there was one tea seller. So you were sending okay. samples to other place. 
for testing mm-hmm. his teeth sample mm-hmm. so he didn't okay. have anything else to pack it so what he did was he just packed them in silk cloth and he sent them like a bag okay. and what he saw was they started using the silk bags directly instead of you know opening them and making tea out of it side of dip tea you know that tea bags we get that's where it actually started in ancient tibet tea was a form of currency it seems the uh, coffee I think there are different ways of making coffee. I mean, in different places, I think they make it in different ways. Yeah, there is a French press, and then there is an English press, and uh, there is an espresso machine. Uh, tea, we don't have so many flavors in it. It's just a like tea. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, tea, you just boil it and then you make it. That's all. Maybe you add flavors. You add different flavors to get out uh, different things. But with the coffee, I don't know. It is separate science. how you brew it there is a different coffee and then what proportion of milk you add what proportion of cream you add there is a different name for it but but you know tea is so straight you know you call it like masala chai green tea lemon tea you understand by the name that yes, it's a lemon yes, tea exactly. you have lemon in it yeah. that's it that these people these people made made us confusing espresso <laughs> cappuccino Many times I see coffee is a fancier term and tea is more of you know general term. Uh, tea is kind of a go-to thing in a general basis, and then coffee is like a date thing. Even if you if you want to ask for a date, anyone, we'll say okay, fine, let's grab a coffee. We'll not say let's yeah. grab a tea, right? Like you'll be judged based on what you say. We say coffee. Uh-huh. What? Once you get away from this uh, instant coffee and then you ground, right? that open something uh, based on your machine you will have a granule size and based on granule size your coffee concentration depends and then uh, the taste aroma and th- uh, there is again how much roasted you want you wanted uh, highly roasted or low roasted and then how much time you want to keep it in water okay <laughs> it's an experiment you need to say so many combinations see you will just have medium strong light that's all done <laughs> you have irani chai you know there is one thing that's that's really good i am a very big fan of irani chai you know i'm not really sure how famous is irani chai in iran but it's really famous in hyderabad like you know yes, you yes. don't have other chai peak of a tea even they have that gradings and of grading when when you collect a tree leaves you just make it sun dried or uh, things right so how much you cut and which part of a, which part of a plant, uh, plant you are taking up tea leaves all those goes into grading so yeah. that gives a different taste hmm there is one interesting story with that also you must have you uh-huh. know you must have been to conferences that they say high tea where they yeah. say afternoon tea actually these yeah. are all terms derived from english people there was some dutches So one day she was she was really she was having some craving between lunch and her evening time. She said, you know, just just bring me some tea and you know bring me some some biscuits or some something to eat with it. And that became an afternoon tea. And that became so okay. famous that everybody started having afternoon tea. That's what we have at four o'clock in the evening uh-huh. tea. That what we have. That came uh-huh. from her. And the high tea, okay. high tea is like a man's meal. A high tea consists of uh, the whole dinner with tea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> both of them came from english people they are both derived from english people english people have spread uh, this tea more than you know, chinese people maybe they have acquired it for themselves from china and then i think wherever they have colonized they have spread the uh, tea culture there actually even chinese have gifted tea to several people like the russians 
whenever mm-hmm. they wanted to have a friendly friendly relationship with them they just gifted it with them and once they oh. started drinking it they got addicted to it like oh. there was there was a rivalry line they have built between china and russia just for tea so that's it there is so much to talk and then there, there is no end to this talk we have to put for stop somewhere that okay fine let the audience uh, go and explore for themselves for some more let them go and explore the beauty of no. tea and coffee you know let them yeah. taste more flavors maybe, maybe keep coming back to life as a researcher for interesting perspectives and discussions